Good morning. Welcome to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. I'm Gary Bell, along with my partner, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys, and this is an injury show, a legal injury show. We bring it to you each week to try to teach you and educate you about a different injury subject. And the reason is simple. Over the years, we've learned and seen how people come into our office. Maybe they come into our office late. Uh, meaning late several months after an accident, maybe over a year after the accident, and the insurance company has already taken advantage of them, taken advantage of the situation because the insurance company has the information, they have the knowledge, they have the training to beat you. And don't think they're not trying to beat you. They have their own strategies. That's why we can give you a legal game plan. We wrote a book entitled Legal Game Plan. You can get a free initial consultation when you come into our law law firm if you've been injured, and you can get a free legal game plan. And the reason we did that was because the insurance companies, we've seen it happen over the years, uh, they have their own strategy, their own legal game plan, and and it's not in your favor. And we always talk about this. You know, one of the biggest myths in this business is, is you say, I'm injured in a car accident. Well, surely... Surely some insurance company is going to pay me and treat me fairly. Surely they're going to pay me. That's what insurance is for, right? Wrong. They are looking for ways not to pay you. They're looking for ways to defeat your injury claim. And I'm talking about the insurance company for the person who hit you. And, you know, our typical example is a motor vehicle accident, but this could apply to premises liability. It could apply to workers' compensation. We do all those kinds of cases, and we have for over 30 years, and we've helped individuals and families put their lives back together again. After an accident, you know, when, you, when you're injured in an accident, uh, a car accident, that's our typical example. You know, you're trying to get better. You want to go to the doctor. You're hurting. Uh, you, all of a sudden, you got prescription drugs, maybe injections, maybe conservative modalities of treatment. You don't need to, be ha- to have this uh, burden of the information you need and the strategies you need superimposed upon your injuries. And, by the way, when you don't know, when you don't have an idea, when you're guessing, that's not going to win. You can't guess in this business to win. You can't hope it's going to turn out okay because it's not. The insurance companies for the at-fault party, the one who injured you, has their own strategies. And so today we're talking about, you know, injured in an accident. How do you find insurance? We see so many attorneys and so many people just basically assume and take at face value what the insurance company says. Like, for example, there's only $25,000 of policy limits. They say that. So, Brad, you know, one of the first things we do when we, when we get involved in the cases, we start looking for to, and to find the insurance. That, that's correct. You have to find the insurance. It, we, we, every day we're bombarded with ads anymore from people, uh, lawyers on TV telling us uh, they got th- the hundreds of thousands of dollars. They got $200,000. They got a million dollars. They got $2 million. They got this. They got that. And w- w- the thing you have to remember with respect to all those, those statements when they're talking about uh, how much they got and when they're talking about how they're going to determine what your case is worth and they're going to talk how much your case is worth and they're going to tell you uh, what you should get for your case, uh, the, the one thing you have to remember is that the beginning focal point is insurance. If there's not insurance out there, you've got to then be saying, okay, what's the chances in the lottery system that I'm going to find somebody who ran into me, who caused a crash, that has the kind of money that they can pay 200, 300, 700, 2.4 million, uh, that they can pay all these monies to, to take care of you? 
Well, they can't if they don't have insurance and uh, that you don't have people out there who can do that. And then you have to start asking how many people even have that much insurance. How much insurance is there? And the, the secret to it all to begin with is finding the insurance. And that's why many times when we talk to you on the radio, we tell you have insurance to protect yourself because, yes, damage awards or the amounts of damages that somebody suffers can reach into the hundreds of thousands of dollars and into a million dollars. You've got to have insurance to protect yourself. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself uh, having whatever your assets are taken from you and you're going to have very little. That's the same thing with when you're the injured person. You, you, you want to get lawyers who are going to start combing through and, and trying to decipher and determine where the insurance is, what money is available, and who you can go after to get the money. You know, when you settle your case, um, you have to know and feel comfortable that that's all the insurance and, and that they told you that was all the insurance and that you can prove it. There's ways to do it, and we can't touch on every way in the show, obviously. You can call us anytime at 303 795 Five nine zero zero. That's seven nine five, fifty nine hundred. Or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. All of our books are there, including the one on legal game plan, which is trademark protected uh, by Bell and Pollock because we came up with that concept. And if you come into our firm, we'll give you your own legal game plan. And I'm not talking about a 10-minute consultation when you come into our law firm. You will meet with a licensed attorney. That doesn't happen in every law firm. You will meet with a licensed attorney. And this meeting will take probably half hour, hour, hour and a half or longer, however long it takes to educate you and teach you and tell you what you need to do so that you fully understand it. I was in somebody with a meeting this week for over two hours, initial consultation, all free. But when they left, they thanked me and they said, you know, I just didn't understand all this. And so now they do. And it's very good and very beneficial. And that's another reason we do these shows. Now, back to the basics. What's the basic? You're in a car accident. Let's say you were at a stoplight and you were rear-ended. Now, the insurance company for the outfall party, the one who rear-ended you, first, you have to find out what those, those policy limits are, and they don't want to tell you. That's the first fight. And then if you're going to settle your claim, your claim do, you, or do you feel comfortable that that's all the insurance? Sometimes they say, well, we have $25,000 policy limits. But right, let's talk about non-affidavits of insurance, affidavits of no insurance, affidavits of insurance, uh, umbrella policies, because many, many times, many times, there's more policies than they tell you there are. Okay, I want everybody that's listening to think, you get in an accident, you've caused it, and you have insurance, you've done what the law says, you have insurance, you've got protection for yourself and uh, to make sure that uh, your personal assets aren't, aren't at stake, so you've got the money, you've got the insurance sitting there, and you Ask, ask yourself, how many of you want to be sued? How many of you want to have the lawyer um, from the other side, from the injured party, serve a complaint on you? Uh, now make it that you're going to have to answer a bunch of questions, and you're going to have to come to depositions. You're going to have to come to court. You're going to have to report being sued to whatever um, financial institutions you have, or if you're doing a financial affidavit. How many of you want that? Now, as you're thinking about that and you're saying, well, I don't really want to. And then you say, well, how many of you want that? Because your insurance company won't tell the insur- the, the lawyer on the other side how much insurance you have. That's the reason. They just won't tell the lawyer on the other side how much insurance you have. That's it. And that causes a lawsuit. And that's where we start. Because as lawyers representing injured people, which we do, that's what Bell and Pollock does. We represent injured people. 
as lawyers, there's one thing we need to do to be able to properly represent our client. We need to know the lim- the limits of your insurance policy. We need to know how much insurance you've got. Adjusters don't like telling you that. And it, you, you try and figure out why adjusters don't like telling you that. And the only reason they re- really don't like telling you that is first, they want to be obstinate. They don't want to be cooperative. They want to they want to be be somebody who you're going to have to fight with. And the other reason they don't like telling you that is because they think it's going to cost their insurance company more money. They don't care about you. They think it's going to cost the insurance company more money. So when we call them up and we say, okay, how much insurance does your at-fault driver have? The first thing they like to say is, we can't tell you that. And then you go, come on, sure you can tell us that. By the way, if we sue you, you will have to tell us that. You absolutely will have to tell you that because that's what the law says. On the lawsuit, you in the first set of disclosures that have to be given, you must voluntarily give us the limits of the insurance. You must show us the policy. And they say, well, we don't have permission from our insured to tell you that, so we have to go talk to our insured. Now, they claim they come and talk to you, the at-fault party, the person who caused the crash, and, and, and get a directive from you saying, don't tell the other side how much insurance I've got. Now, why would any of you care if you intend to have the kit, the matter resolved, have your insurance company pay a fair amount to, to resolve the case and move on so you don't have to be sued, you don't have to go to court, and you don't have to involve yourself in the, in the legal world? Right. You know, and that, that's taken from the pers- perspective of the person who caused the accident. They, they don't want to be sued. You, you know, if you cause the accident, you don't want to be sued. That's what you have insurance for. But your own insurance company, in that, in that example Brad was talking about, taking it from the perspective of the person who caused the accident, you want your insurance company to tell the policy limits. But what they usually say to us is we can't give you the policy limits because our insured, that would mean you, if you caused the accident, uh, won't let us do it. And you say that's crazy. And we find out over the years that that's crazy. People want uh, their insurance disclosed so this matter can be resolved. So now we're going to go back to the perspective of the injured party. You're the one that got hit. And so we're, now we're trying to find the insurance for you. It's, a, it's critical. Number one, you have to coordinate the liability insurance, meaning the insurance of the person who hits you, with your own UIM, underinsured motorist coverage, period. And if you don't, it's big trouble. So you have to coordinate it. And if you don't know what the liability insurance is of the at-fault party, then you can't properly coordinate it with the UIM company of you, you the injured victim. You can't do it. That's number one. Number two. Sometimes there's multiple policies. Number three, sometimes they have, uh, they have umbrella policies. They don't want to tell you about the umbrella policy. I can't tell you how many times we've seen this. You ask them for insurance, they say, here's the basic policy is $50,000 or $100,000. Is any other insurance? Nope. Then you later find out when you file the lawsuit and you make them tell you under oath uh, that, yeah, there's an umbrella p- policy for a million dollars. They didn't want to tell you. They don't tell you. So you must go find the insurance. You cannot just accept and believe what they say is true. And you, you there's, there's ways to settle cases without a lawsuit. You don't have to file a lawsuit every time to get the insurance, but it's usually a fight and a war. And if you don't put up the fight and the war, you're not going to win. If you don't have a strategy like a Bell and Pollock legal game plan, you're not going to win the war, but you can win the war. All right. Uh, we got a break coming up, but right before the break, I want to tell you, take this example. You're, you're sitting at that red light, right? And you're rear-ended by a bakery truck, let's say, or a FedEx truck, or a UPS truck, or, or, or some truck that's working for a landscaper. That's a business. So are, is there more than one policy in that situation? 
We'll cover that right after the break. You're listening to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Greenwood Village, Denver, Steamboat Springs. We do cases all over the state of Colorado and have for years, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Or our website, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Good morning. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. We are injury attorneys. This is an injury show. We are teaching you about injury subjects. We're glad to do it. And the reason we do it is over the years, we've seen so many people come into our law firm that have been taken advantage of. So point one, you need to get to an attorney early. And you say, I don't want to go see an attorney. It's free. The free initial consultation. And at Bell and Pollock, we give you a free legal game plan, your own strategy, your strategy so that you completely, fully understand what you need to do, what the insurance company is going to try to do to beat you, and then you can proceed with your medical treatment. Makes sense? And it's free. Today, we're talking about how you find, how good lawyers find all the insurance coverages because they're not going to tell you. So right before the break, we were talking about the example that you're sitting at a red light and you're rear-ended, let's say, by a bakery truck. Now, there's a driver, Right. So, Brad, let's, let's address the issues of does the driver have uh, his or her own car insurance, and does that apply? And then does the bakery have commercial general liability insurance, and how much, and is there an umbrella policy? Uh, you're going to look at all those instances. You, you need to, first of all, find out and address whether or not the, there's insurance by the driver. And there, there, there's going to be insurance if he's on the job, if the person, he or she, is, is driving for the company and they're in a bakery truck. If they don't have insurance, then there's going to be some real questions, not just only about the driver for violating the law, but also the bakery truck or the bakery allowing that driver to be um, driving without insurance because companies have a duty to make sure there's insurance uh, when they have somebody out driving. And yes, they can make a mistake where they think the person has insurance and they don't renew it and they don't tell them. And, you know, you can look into why that happens or how that happens. But the bottom line is, is that the driver is going to have insurance. So you need to find out how much. Now, the the, the minimum is 25000 per person, 50 per accident. Uh, you're hoping there's a lot more than that because that doesn't cover hardly anything nowadays. And But you're also going to then look into the bakery. And now, a lot of times the bakery will have already gotten additional car insurance, automobile insurance, on the um, the driver. 
uh, that covers the person while they're driving. And that policy could be a competing policy. And we did a show that, that will air um, this Saturday on, on, on competing policies where we talk about that. So I encourage you to listen to that show. Uh, that's on KOA 850, and that'll come on at 10, 10 o'clock um, this coming Saturday. Although I'm, I'm thinking that the Rockies are preempting that. No, no, there's a, there's going to be a show uh, on Saturday, and you can always listen to the podcast at our website, championsofthepeople.com, anytime if you miss the show, not a problem. Right, go to the podcast and listen to uh, about competing policies. But you also have a situation where there can be some general liability insurance that the, the, the bakery has that should be coverage. Now, a lot of people don't think about that. A lot of people don't think to ask the bakery about their general liability insurance because they think it's just an automobile accident. When I say a lot of people, I mean a lot of lawyers don't think about that. So what do you have is you now have uh, possible two to three insurances that can kick in. Um, Then, as Gary talked about, any one of these entities could have an umbrella policy, which is a policy that is a, a general overall like that's why we call it an umbrella or all-inclusive policy that gives additional protection for people that you hurt, that is going to allow you to uh, a person recover, um, and and it opens up the door to a whole new area of recovery. Right. Let's let's do a recap of what we learned so far in the show. Number one, uh, you're injured. It's it's not your fault. Somebody rear-ended you. In our example, it was a bakery truck. So number one, you got to go find the insurance. You have to have attorneys that go find the insurance. You know. Uh, maybe the, the driver has an individual policy of $25,000 only. That's the minimum in Colorado. But and maybe your medical bills are $50,000 and your injuries are much greater than that. So you must find the insurance. You must get paid. And they don't always volunteer it to you. So there's a commercial policy usually on a business, and they usually start at a million dollars to cover your damages, injuries, and losses. So you go after both policies. Of course, your case has to justify the amount of money that you go after, but that's a whole different subject, and we've done shows on that as well. So you go after the liability policy of the driver, the bakery driver. You go after the commercial policy of the company that insures their drivers, right, to be on the street. Uh, So then is there an umbrella policy? Because your damages, injuries, and losses might exceed everything. So so many times there's an umbrella policy, but they don't want to tell you. Because they think if you if they tell you you're going to go after it, of course. But the injuries have to justify this. So now you've got a basic liability policy of the driver, a basic policy of the company, the bakery company in our example, and the umbrella umbrella policy. All right. So you have to go find the insurance, and t- sometimes there's multiple policies, multiple policies. You must you you must find them all and discover them. Uh, sometimes you get an affidavit of insurance. You can settle a case without a lawsuit, but you get an affidavit, a sworn statement. If it's false, that's fraud absolute blatant fraud. And so you get an affidavit of insurance from the person who hits you. You get an affidavit of insurance from the insurance company. You get representations in writing. Your lawyer confirms it in writing. And there's other ways as well. Now, let's switch gears. Let's change the example, Brad. Let's say uh, you're sitting at the red light. You're hit by a driver, right? And so and so they, they have the minimum of insurance. Uh uh, or let's say they have no insurance, and let's say you have three cars at home. You're the injured v- victim. You got your family in the car. You have three cars that you insure, or two, or four. It doesn't matter, but you have more than one car as the injured victim that you insure. So the person who hits you, in our example, has no insurance. So you're going to go, as we've taught you, to go to make a claim against your UM, uninsured motorist coverage. Now, Brad, let's talk about stacking, because you're, you're an absolute pro at this, and you're very good at this. 
stacking. So in this example, let's get it clear. You're the injured victim. You have your family in the car. You have two more cars at home, right? And the person who hits you has no insurance. Can you take those policies on those cars at home and add them to your recovery for your UM and stack them? Well, yes, you can. And, you know, under most circumstances, there could be some times you don't. And that's when you have to talk to your agent in advance. But, you know, Gary, as you say, what you've done is you've rewritten the other person's insurance policy. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to rewrite the other person's insurance policy. How do you do that? Uh, When you go to get your insurance, you're going to have, let's say you go and say, I want a a policy and the agent talks to you and you decide I'm going to get $100,000 coverage. It's a $100,000, $300,000 policy. That comes with a UIM, underinsured, uninsured motorist benefit of $100,000. You don't want to waive that. You can't waive that. You should never waive that. Don't do it. Now, that you got that on your first or your first car, car number one. That's the car you drive. Now your spouse drives a car. Your spouse goes and gets insurance on his or her car. Now, when you're talking about your spouse getting a car, maybe the same agent writes it. Maybe they write under the same policy. If they do, then they just took away your ability to stack, and they they now have the policies all under one policy. Um, and they may save you a few dollars, but they've 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 materially changed your coverage. Uh, if they put you under a separate policy, if the agent puts your spouse under a separate policy, and writes a policy and charges for a UIM benefit of another 100000 when you get into the accident and the person who hits you has no insurance, you now have $200,000 of coverage because you can stack your two coverages. But you've got to make sure that your deck page, that's the page that comes and tells you all the numbers and tells you what your coverage is, that your deck page shows that you're being charged a premium for both for both cars, for each car, for, for, for uninsured motorist coverage on each car. Now, normally, that coverage is going to be very little. It's going to be maybe at a maximum on a six-month policy. It's going to be maybe ten to twenty. Never, I've never seen it more than thirty dollars per month. Maybe ten to twenty dollars a month. You're talking ten to twenty dollars a month to have a hundred thousand dollars worth of coverage that's going to be available for you if you get hurt. And when you start to talking about that, you're talking less than a dollar a day. And why would you waive that? You don't want to waive that. You want to give up your Starbucks coffee or you want to give up your 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 lunch out or you want to give up whatever it is that you're doing that costs you an extra few bucks a day and you want to get that coverage because that's going to be absolute vital coverage. So as you get multiple policies within your home for which you're paying a separate premium for uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage, you're going to be able to stack. And I've had people stack policies. Uh, they've spec multiple policies for well over a million dollars when they've been hurt and they've had that money available to them. Right. And so let's make sure we understand the example. You're sitting at a red light. You've got your family in the car. You're hit rear-ended by a driver that has no insurance. So you're in your car number one. It's the one you normally drive. At home are cars number two and three. They weren't involved in this crash. But can you use the UM, uninsured motorist coverage, for car number two? It was at home. And car number three, it was at home, not in the crash. Can you use that? Yes, you can. But And the general rule is you you cannot do it if they issue you one policy and you pay a single premium and it says included. And so the deck sheet and how you get the policy issued is critical. Our point today is you and your attorney, especially your attorney, needs to go find the insurance. I mean, if you just settle the case with the liability company not thinking, knowing 
or knowing that you can go make a claim against your car number two and car number three, you're losing out, especially if you're seriously injured, especially if your injuries, damages, and losses justify recovering the money from car number two policy and car number three policy at home. But you can stack them. You can stack them. All right, we're talking about finding insurance. What about rental cars? You go down, you're going to rent a car. Right after the break, we're going to talk about rental cars. You're listening to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Our telephone number is 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. You can call us anytime, 24-7. Our website is championsofthepeople.com. You can go right there and you can email us or contact us, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Good morning. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. We are injury attorneys. We bring the show to you to educate you. Our telephone number is 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. In the mountains, you can call us at 970-870-8989. And from the comfort of your computer, your laptop, your iPad, your phone, anytime, anywhere, our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Let's talk uh, about rental cars. You're going to get a rental car. They always ask you, you want a loss damage waiver? You want an initial here? Do you want this? Do you want to reject this? It's very confusing. Very confusing. And we might even do a show on that. But right now, what we want you to know, let's say you elected to take the insurance on the rental car and there's an accident. So now we have competing policies. Your insurance policy on your car that covers you when you drive another car and the, the rental car insurance policy. And guess what? Neither, neither one of them want to pay. Guess what? Because the rental car company will say, we're not primary. The other company's primary. Your company will say, we're not primary. The rental car company's primary. So sometimes, Brad, there's mutually repugnant clauses like that. And we have Colorado case law on this. We do have Colorado case law. And the case law is going to, on the mutually repugnant policies, make you pay in proportion or make the the insurance companies pay in proportionate amounts uh, right up to the amount where one, one uh, policy is exhausted. And now you have another policy. Or what's left of the other policy. You need to be able to make sure you've put both insurance companies on notice that you're making the claims against them and you're proceeding in the appropriate manner to get both policies to pay. But for gosh sakes, make sure you get both companies involved early so one of them can't claim that you didn't properly give them notice. Right. And so, and that's kind of the brief uh, explanation of rental car. Uh, you can reach us anytime at 303 795 5900 that's 795 5900 
Our law firm is Bell & Pollock. Our website is championsofthepeople.com because we are your champions of the people. See you next week.